junction. Many of us are on a precipice. Many of us are in a place of decision in our lives. And we quite frankly don't know what to do. But I want to decree and declare over you this morning, 1 John 2.20 says, you have an anointing from the Holy One and you know the truth. I want to decree and declare over you today that you have an anointing from the Holy One and you know all things. Why? Because the omnipotent, omniscient One lives on the inside of you. You're not lost. You're not without hope. Can you hear me this morning? You're not without hope, but I, but I feel hopeless. I don't know what to do in this circumstance. I don't know what to do in this situation. I feel hopeless. I want to tell you, you are not without hope. If you still have breath bare, you have life. Where there is breath, there still is hope. God is breathing fresh breath of his hope into our lives this day. Yeah, don't don't panic. If you're going to clap, go ahead. This, yeah. Come on, give God praise. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord, for fresh breath and fresh hope today. Yeah. sense we picked it up in the in the um, prayer room ahead of service today when we were praying for the service today and and the, and the name rose up in my spirit Meshibatheth 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 something he was the grandson of the first king of Israel the grandson of Saul he was the son of Jonathan the one that David loved. When David took over the throne, one of Meshibatheth's, Meshibatheth's, she grabbed Meshibatheth and ran with him into safety because she didn't know what was happening because the king Saul was dead and Jonathan was dead and they didn't know what to do, so they grabbed up the air and ran for the mountains and ran out of fear and tried to run to safety. And when she was running, this nursemaid dropped Jonathan's son and he became crippled. This happened when he was five years old. And David one day said, is there not a descendant? Is there not somebody of the house of Jonathan that I can honor? Is there not somebody that, that I can love because I love Dave, I love Jonathan so much. David loved Jonathan so much. And he, he, even though this would be the heir apparent, he said there was Ziba, 
to him and said, there's one. His name is Meshimetheth. And he's, he's, he's over there in such a place. So David went to Makur's house, who was a salesman. And he got this child who was lost and crippled and shunned and, and had no place to turn and his inheritance was gone and everything was gone and he had no place to live and he had nothing left. Everything was stripped from him and he didn't know what to do. And then the king sends a messenger. He went from a salesman's house in one moment into the king's house. And he restored all of the inheritance that son, all the lands, all the lands and all the stuff that was stolen from him got returned to him because he still was an heir. He is saying, I am still an heir. He said, I restore all these lands to you and to your family. I restore them all to you. But you, Meshimethat, you will sit at the king's table. When you sit at the king's table, there's a covering. When you sit at the king's table, you cannot see the disability. He would sit there as one of the sons Today, there's an invitation. No matter what your crippling thing has been, no matter what your deafness has been, no matter what your problem has been, no matter what your pain has been, no matter what you've been going through, this is your day to sit at the king's table. I don't know all of what you're going through. But I know this is your day of deliverance. This is your day of deliverance. This is your moment of deliverance. This is our moment, Desert Stream. This is a turning point for Desert Stream. This, the, the enemy, I just want to, be, I want to tell you the truth. The enemy wants to cause offenses. He wants to put something between me and you. He wants to put something between you and you, you and you. And he's, he's trying to bring up a fence so that we would not enter into everything that God has called for us to have in this region. We are to be called, we are to be an apostolic sending house. We are to be a place of healing and deliverance and restoration. We are to be a sending house that we take people that come here, heal them up, get them delivered, get them restored, and send them into their purposes. This is who we, but we can't do it if we are offended, if there's something between me and you. Between me and you. Between you and him. The enemy is trying to cause an offense. Father, deliver us from the spirit of offense today. Deliver us from the lies of the enemy today. Deliver us from the posturing of the enemy today. I decree and declare that you will not be afraid of the terror of the night, nor the arrow, the evil plots and the slanders of the wicked that flies by day. You will not, Desert Stream will not be affected by the plans of the enemy in Jesus' name.
Can you say, this is my day of deliverance. a lot of pictures this morning, uh, pictures of people coming out of graves, throwing grave clothes off, and um, and one thing that was quite impressionable for me is um, some of us were standing in a prison, inside of a prison, and in our mind, we were in the prison, but in reality, the doors of the prison were already opened, and the chains that had once held us were already broken but we were still in the prison. And I perceive the spirit of the Lord is saying, do not fear to step outside of that prison. Do not fear to step outside and throw off those grave clothes. Do not fear, do not fear, do not fear my presence because I am a God of love and I am a God of restoration and I am a God who will restore and I am a God who sets the captives free. I am a God who is for you and not against you. And I am not a God who would keep you says the Lord. So step out. Step out of that prison because you are already free. I have already done the work. My blood has already paid the price and I am for you, says the Lord God Almighty. Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. Your blood, God, is worthy. It paid the price. The cross of Calvary did the whole work, God. The cross of Calvary did the whole work, not just for our salvation, but for our deliverance, for our mind, for us to have a sound mind, for us to walk in freedom, for us not to walk in the poison of offense, which I have fallen prey to before. And I saw a picture of, of a viper, like when Paul went to the island of Malta and the viper came out when he was doing, when he's getting fire, wood for the fire, and it came up and it snapped him. And it's not the bite that kills, it's the poison that kills. So God, I pray that the poison of offense, myself included, God, would not poison us to the point where we are cut off. God, it does not poison us to the point where we are bound in prison and cannot step out. Oh God, I pray in Jesus' name that you would release the spirit of repentance in this house. I pray, oh God, that you would release the spirit of unity in this house, myself included first, God. I am no one special, God. In fact, I have fallen prey and I ask you to forgive me, God. Lord God, I pray that you would forgive me every time, God, that I have put a boundary up, God, because I've been hurt. God, forgive me for every time that I've distanced myself from someone because I've been hurt. I pray 
I pray you release that into the house of God today. Lord, for when we come into unity with our brother and sister, the Spirit of God can move. And I'm telling you, God wants to move. He wants to shake us. He wants to wake us. He wants to set us free. And He wants to come into this house and take us to the next level. God, I pray in Jesus' name that you would take us to the next level. In Jesus' holy name. In Jesus' holy name. Come on, let's give God a hand clap of praise right now. Come on, hallelujah. When people reject you, have the audacity to draw a bigger circle and include them. How do I do that? You can't. Say, it's impossible. Say, but God. There are many people in this room, you think you're born again, but you may not be. And we stand up here and preach to you and ex expect you to perform fruits of righteousness. Hear what I'm saying, not what I'm not saying. I break the spirit of offense that's trying to come because of what I just said. Broken. responsibility as an under shepherd to look after your soul and as long as you are in my earshot I want to decree and declare over you the truth that you can in one moment be in a pot in a valley in a pit of despair and in one moment with a revelation about what Jesus did you can be translated into the kingdom of life in one moment have you had that did you have that moment in your life where you surrendered all we sang the song did you have you had that moment where you came forward and you just said father whether it's an altar you're sitting in your lazy boy you're out in the woods or fishing on your favorite pond or wherever but you surrendered it all did you have that moment where you felt the burdens of life dissipate? Did you have that moment where you knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that you've been transferred from the kingdom of darkness and the authority of, of, the, of the enemy and into the kingdom of the love of his dear son? Did you have that moment? And I apologize to you on behalf of leadership, of trying to get you to produce fruits of righteousness and you don't even have alive in your life the spirit of righteousness. This is not condemnation. This is life. This is love. This, this, this I want to introduce you to somebody today 
regrets of your past and the sins and the, and the areas of your life where you've missed it. And I've missed it. And I thank God that I've had an advocate with the Father. I thank God that I have had somebody that I could cry out in the midst of the dark night of my soul. I thank God that I needed him and he came to me and he rescued me. I want to offer you today a risen, resurrected Savior that has the power to forgive and the power to set you free. There's a spirit of reconciliation in the house right now. And I just need everybody to, to respectfully bow your, your head and, and close your eyes. As I and, and saints, can you begin to pray in the Holy Ghost right now? Can you begin to pray right now? We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father, for the spirit of reconciliation that's even right now and even right now into the, into the internet. We just say right now we release the spirit of reconciliation into your life that you would receive your freedom and your liberty today. In Jesus' name, receive salvation today. With every head bowed and every eye closed, if you want the burdens lifted from your life, of your past, can you just lift your hand? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You, you want to get saved today. You want to give your heart to the Lord today. Thank you, thank you. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, So I want you to just, everybody, pray this prayer with me. Every, everybody, you can look around if you want. But I, I want you to add your faith to your words. As we pray these, these words, your words matter. What you think causes your righteousness, but what you declare causes your salvation. Say, this is, come on, say, this is my day of salvation. I believe in the blood of Jesus Christ that was shed on my behalf. I believe that Jesus Christ was resurrected from the dead and he reigns eternally in heaven. I receive the work at the cross. I receive the forgiveness of my sins. I receive the Abrahamic blessing. I receive the new covenant. I am transferred from the kingdom of darkness right now and into the kingdom of light because of the love of the Father. Right now, I receive Holy Spirit. Come beyond the bridge of the cross. Come into my life. Restore my spirit. Recreate me in Christ Jesus. Make me the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Right now, in Jesus' name, I decree 
every sin, every lie, broken. I decree, I declare, every sin paid for. I am set free in every way from anyone's control. for freedom's sake. I am set free. The spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death. I am born again. I am set free in Jesus' name. Come on, somebody give God a hand clap of praise. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. area so uh, mountains are not something I see regularly I was in British Columbia and at a gas station at the base of a mountain so large and we got back in the car and we started heading towards this mountain and I'm thinking when are we going to turn when are we going to turn and it was beyond the windshield All I, you, you literally had to crane and you still couldn't see the top of it, it was that large and it just kept coming and coming and yet we didn't turn and an hour went by and we still hadn't turned. Now I'm panicking. Are like, have they not decided to put a road around this mountain? Two hours later, we still hadn't turned. Now I'm panicking. The mountain is before me, and I'm hearing God, right? God saying, There's a mountain before you. You don't see the turn. Two and a half hours later, we turned. But the interesting thing was at some point I forgot about worrying about the turn. And I was in the mountain that amounts before me and I stopped worrying. I stopped worrying about the mountain. I stopped worrying about when the turn was coming. And I chose to believe, and I'm just going to turn this right to God, I, I chose to believe that someone in their divine wisdom put a road around this mountain. But the thing was, instead of focusing on the mountain before me, and when I was turning, I just trusted to drive. I trusted to drive and believe that there would be a left turn. And when I didn't care whether there was a left turn or not, that's when it showed up. And there are people here today, and I'll tell you, the enemy gets you through your mind, your thoughts. The, the, most of the stuff that you worry about never even happens. It's all about the future. But Jesus said, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will take care of itself. Today's worries are enough for today. And I'm telling you, there were times when I was four or five days from being homeless. And I said, God, I'm going to be homeless in five days. He said, Laura, what do you have to worry about today? And I said, yeah, but I'm going to be, I'm going to be homeless. 
us in four days. What do you have to worry about today? And I'd say, nothing. He said, well, then you just set on today and you let me worry about tomorrow. And there are people here, your minds are being messed with it. God, I just ask you to release those here who are believing lies, who are believing lies of their own creation, who are forecasting nonsense because they're sensing that you're not there, but you are there. You are creator. You are their savior. You need to, to everyone here, you need to lean on him. And when it gets, when that mountain gets higher and larger, Lord, I just ask that you come to them, that they reach to you, Lord. That that's the time when you need to reach to them the most, not the least. That things will always come through. Amen. Amen. Can we give God a hand clap for that? Laura, what you are facing is what we all are facing. It seems like a mountain that has all of our attention. It's full screen. And what you're going through is like full screen. We, and all you can do at this moment is trust him. I have a word and I, I'm, I'm just just sharing and then I'm just gonna I just want to share about it Father, give me the grace to trust and obey. I don't know if you remember that old, that old hymn. I'll spare you and won't sing it today. But trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus. We need the Many of us in this room just simply need the joy of our salvation return. There are many people that stepped out of darkness and into light this day and are on a new journey and they're going to be fresh. It's going to be vibrant and God's going to be talking to them and ministering to them and it's going to be exciting. You need that. joy of the Lord in our salvation. Such a great salvation. Come on. It's such a great salvation. It's such a great salvation. He's just so good. <laughs> good. 
you know he's not mad at you he's not mad at you but there's someone here that needs to feel it you need to know it because you felt like he was mad but he's just so good He's so good. And so just close your eyes today. Just reach out your hands to him. If that's you, if you felt like he was mad at you, he wants to show you how good he is today. God, we thank you for your goodness, God. God, last week I thought you were mad at me. I'm talking about me today. And you came last Saturday to me. And you helped me see how good you were, God. In a moment of my enslavement, when I was six years old, you showed me, God, how good you were. And this whole week, I've had the most joy I've ever had in my entire life. He's so good. It's all coming back. The joy that I lost since I was six years old until now I'm 37, it's all coming back and I don't care what happened to me because he's so good. He's so good. And he can do it for you. He's just so good. <laughs> Where's Barry? <laughs> He's so good. Amen. He's so good. He's so good. Oh, he's so good. Each one of us are so precious. God looks down and not one of us does... He doesn't see any of us as less than or more than. He sees all of us as precious in his sight. Scripture says that out of our belly shall flow rivers of living water. It also says you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And, and to me, that's the greatest gift beyond salvation is to receive the power of what the Holy Spirit has for us today. If Desert Stream wants to be all, if Desert Stream is gonna be a place where the fire lights up over the building, where the fire burns over this place, we as a people have to embrace the fire of God by receiving the Holy Spirit. It says, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. You know, when you hear people speaking in tongues, it's because they've given themselves to that place so that God can speak through them for the things that they don't know how to discern themselves. When we begin to speak in the Holy Spirit, the answers that we've needed in our lives are answered as God begins to manifest through the, the speaking of the Holy Spirit. If you do not have the Holy Spirit in your life, Desert Stream is a church that believes that the Holy Spirit needs to flow through each and every one of us. And we are better together. We are one by the Holy Spirit. 
And so I just pray right now that the Spirit of God, His Holy Spirit, will be released among you, that you will be able to speak with tongues, that you will be able to hear what, the, what He wants to say to you. He will be able to flow through you in ways that you've never, ever seen before. Acts 1.8, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you to go wherever he calls you to go, he will make a way as you allow the Holy Spirit to flow. I encourage you, look in to understanding the depths of the beauty of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It is, it is the power for us to do. Say that with me, say it is the power to fulfill God's will this day. I pray that as Barry prayed as a prayer of salvation, that if there's anybody in this room that had any doubt whatsoever, I just release that spirit of salvation upon you right now. We raise up a banner of salvation over Desert Stream, and I pray, Lord, that every person in this house would be filled, not only with salvation, but with your Holy Spirit to do what you've called them to do in Jesus' name. Man, let's give God a hand clap of praise. Thank you, King. Thank you, King. Thank you, King. Thank you, King. Come on. Come on, give him a... Thank you, King. Yes! Thank you, King. Thank you, King. Jesus! 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 just thank the worship team this morning. Thank you for doing a hang 10 with us today, which means you're sitting on top of the world. And 10 is the number of authority, and we've been flowing with him, and you've been, we've been flowing together, and lives have been changed, and I just want to honor you and thank you for pressing in with us. Tonight. Can we, uh, can you just turn around to Sheldon and raise a hand like this? Bless you, Sheldon. <laughs> we ask for the richness of God to come into every area of your life and bless you beyond all that you can ever ask or think as a servant of the Most High God. In Jesus' name, amen. guys can be seated if you want. You don't have to, but um, thanks, guys. I had my knee operated down October the 11th. He was to give, be my caregiver. 
And if anything else could happen, my, my grandson, the only one I have, his living girlfriend for six, seven years, she passed away before Christmas. I feel like I've been in a box. I couldn't drive for a month. And I never went anywhere. And I thought, okay, Lord, what's all this mean? Well, I was sitting in the, my front room watching TV, turned down low, crying. And the Lord, uh, I, I, I just got the Kleenex, I put it over my eyes, and I thought, Lord, why, why am I so lonely? The blink of an eye, I saw, I was looking out the window. There was no side windows, nothing but looking to the sky. And in a blink of an eye, there was a whole corner, like the whole sky was these diamonds. And they were of all colors. Every color you could think of, I, I can't even, I can't imagine how beautiful it was. And there, there was these odd ones that were like, you know, away from this cloud thing. And, I, and the Lord spoke to me and said, he's here. Wow. Just, and the peace come over me so calm. And we were going to renew our vows because he was 86 I'm 83, you know, and we were going on November the 3rd. We would have been married 63 years. And so that goes to show you, I came to town. I did most of the work outside. He was, his knees were starting to give out a little bit on him. And he fixed my, my push mower because it kept stalling. I did, trimmed everything, and he cut the rest of the lawn with the riding lawnmower. And when I come home, I said, well, do you want to come to town with me? He said, no. I'll just, he was reading his Bible and having his coffee. He said, I may cut the grass. And I said, okay, I won't be long. So I was back, left 10 to 12, come back at 10 after, or 10, and come back at 10 after 12. I was going to make him a sandwich, and he always fooled me when I'd go to do it, and I, he wouldn't come. I'd go over and say, are you going to eat? And he'd, what do you want? So anyway, that's what I did. He never answered me, so I sat down, and I thought it was so hot. I'd be, i got to have a drink of juice. So I sat down. Went to put the pump down, and I just looked over, and I thought, he looks white. And I went over, and he's dead. So that goes to show you, everybody, you never know what next one minute will hold with your life. Because I said I was felt so bad, because we were never really apart for very long. And, I, and you know, I thought, why wasn't I home at that time? And the Lord said, everybody, you only have one breath at a time, and, and that's what they told me. He just quit breathing. So it goes to show you that you must be ready at all times. Can you do us a great um, grace and just pray? There's a lot of people going through a lot of things, probably not as bad as what you've had to go through, but could you pray that they would get the sense of God being there like you had that peace that day? Can you just pray that? I, I believe. You've got to believe. And he will take you on your journey. We can put off. We'll do tomorrow. It's not the way it is. You, love, you must live every day with the peace that the Lord is with you. And he will help you. I was one day always get. You know, you gotta be, it's got to be done today, now, and I could wait for a year when I'd ask him in. And all our life, I've never heard him, or he'd never get mad, never, ever got mad. It was me. 
<laughs> really, it was me. And I just thank the Lord that I, 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 he's with me and I've got him on my side or I'd never survived this. No, never. Uh, even this long. And I can vision him laying over on the couch with his hand just here like that and his foot crossed. And that's how, that's my life that you must believe. You've got to believe that I just read the Bible uh, last night and it, it, we had, we don't know what holes tomorrow, but the Lord's coming sooner than we think. He's on our doorstep right now. So we must live for him. So Father God, we just add our faith together and we just thank you for a grace to know our dearness to you and your nearness to us. And I decree and declare the peace that passes all understanding to guard the, our hearts and our minds through Christ Jesus, in Jesus' name. So can you lift your hands to this daughter of Zion right here? Father God, we, we thank you for your continued peace your continued love, your continued protection, and, and Father God, that you would continually fill her and ever increase upon her all the days of her life in Jesus' mighty name. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. You got one more praise in you? Come on. Just not all the way, just a little bit. Oh, hang on a sec, Tom. I got five minutes to preach, Tom. What do you got? Um, my, my name is Tom Snyder. I don't know all of you. I haven't been around too much the last year. But my darling wife, uh, uh, she passed away about, well, in May, last May. And we were 32 years together, and, and she was the best. I was so crazy about her. <laughs> and... I like that. She's, she just slipped away, you know. And, but the Holy Spirit is, is such a friend, comforter. a comforter. You, we don't have any idea. But the other day, about two weeks, about a month ago, I saw Elizabeth. <laughs> and uh, I just saw her like her upper torso and, and she didn't have any glasses on. And... And I'm right in front of her, and, and come on, it's my vision, and look at me. And but she's looking off to the right, and she couldn't keep her eyes off the right, and she couldn't look at me. And I never thought anything of her, just so good to see her. And then the Holy Spirit spoke to me the next day, and he said, the reason... Uh, Elizabeth wasn't looking at you is because she's looking at the father and the son and I'm I'm not in the picture Tom there's a lot of times um, that like Laura shared the mountain just seems so big that we get captivated by the things of the earth we get captivated by the things we're going through but she wasn't captivated and I think this is, uh, thank you, Tom. I think this is a lesson for us this morning is we need to re, refocus our gaze. Say, Father, help me recalibrate my gaze. Your gaze will determine your days. Amen. <laughs> 
we got to stop looking at the mountain. we got to stop looking at the problem. You will never defeat a sin in your life, a stronghold in your life. You'll never defeat what the hereditary curses that are trying to take you out and stop your legacy. Can you hear me? You'll never, never win that war by focusing on the mountain, the problem, the bear, the lion, the problem, the pain, the past. We have to stop lingering in the past. we got to stop cursing our husbands or our wives or, or cursing that teacher that said you'd never become anything or cursing that or just come out of the past and come into the now. But don't keep going into the future because we, 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 we go from one ditch to another. We'll just say ditch. Thank you. And the other ditch is We're longing for something to change one day off in the future. No, the salvation, the Bible says, is now. This is the day of your salvation. And he is well able to deliver you and save you and restore to you and bring restitution to you. Do not think it's over. Do not think it's over. Do not think the enemy has won, even if it looks impossible. That's when he comes in with the greater grace to more than propel you into greater things than you would not have had the opportunity had the enemy not tried to stop you. Say, my setback... In the last season is my setup so I can go up, so I can be refreshed, refilled, rejuvenated, refilled, so I can rain back down. Your setback is your setup. Why can I say that? Because I've lived it. But there's a greater grace that has been made available to you at these times of impossibilities. So what we had this morning, instead of me preaching on the gifts, we demonstrated. This was a demonstration of the gifts. And we just yielded to the spirit. And the spirit had his way and many people were delivered and set free. Because the gifts of the Spirit were in operation. Larry, let's come here for a second. So this is just another, 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 and he's not going to be long. You know, we got to give, you know, got to give the Wesleyans, the Baptists, opportunity to get out of Swiss Chalet for you. Yeah, give them a good start. Getting on their dessert, whatever. But the gifts of the Spirit are for every day. They were in activation right now. There's prophecy. Sean was singing prophetically. Betty Ann was singing prophetically. I was making a noise prophetically. There was prophecy coming forth. There was healing. There was deliverance. There was salvation. All in activation right here in the house in Desert Stream. There was repentance from offense, and and all these things were in activation. But it doesn't stop here. 
So what happened? Some, something happened at work this week. What was that? It's very short. Well, it's been a long time. <laughs> I love you all. Um, so I, I'm a transport driver, and um, on Friday, trucker about trade. On Friday, uh, lovely weather out there to, to be in the 53 footer, right, guys? All right, anyways. Uh, so I, I'm doing a delivery to a Food Basics in Kingston, and um, day at all is not going just well. Uh, it's, it's not a good day. Uh, so I'm doing the delivery, and uh, I'm with the, the shipper, and then this lady comes around, and she uh, begins to ask the shipper, do you have any painkillers? And uh, so intrigued. And then he's like, oh, no, just kind of know, like, well, what's wrong? And she's like, well, my back hurts. It's really bad. And so I'm just printing out a receipt and stuff like that. I'm hearing this. And... Uh, and I just heard inside, it's like, you have the answer. And, um, you know, and, and I begin this discussion with God because I'm like, mm, uh, it's been a bad day, God. Uh, you know, uh, you, you know, you got the answer. Yes, yes. You know, and, and she keeps talking about it and it just keeps getting louder and louder. And he's like, are you going to do something? And I'm like, okay. Um, Okay. So when I asked her, you know, so you have back pain? She's like, yes, and just in my lower back, you know, and I'm like, okay. And uh, so he's writing stuff out, and then I go to her. I just said, well, I've prayed for people, and sometimes they get healed. Would you like me to pray for you? And she just looks up, and she's just, yes. She just goes like that. And I said, okay. So then as I learned from... Uh, from Papa Bear here, so his lower back. So I'm like, can you put your hand where where it hurts? Oh, it's guys, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, so I, uh, so I, I put my hand on her hand, and I just, I, I just say in Jesus' name, pain be gone. Uh, and I pray for the blueprint of heaven to come over her life right now in Jesus' name. And I sense to ask her, do you do you feel any heat or anything like that? And and she's like, yes, yes, I do. So all this is happening, and the, and the shipper guy is watching this. And uh, it's, an incre it's, it's incredible because he goes over, and he's like, is this, like, the green mile where, like, stuff's going to spew out of your mouth? In the midst of God trying to heal this lady, guys. Um, like Bear said, real life. Uh, so, so I'm like, no. No, it's not. Um, uh, not no, it's not. Can I confirm or deny? Can I confirm or deny? So I say to her, um, so how's that? You know, and, and she's like, you know, she's like, it's, it's eased up. It's eased up. And from what I've, I've learned and seen from Papa Bear here, it's like, well, we want it all gone, right? She's like, yeah, okay. So we just continue to pray. So we prayed again and just said full healing right now in Jesus' name. And uh, but this time the, the, the shipper guy is just like, what's going on? And so I step back and I said, how is it? And, uh, you know, she's like, well, what do, hmm. I'm like, well, do something that you wouldn't do or that causes you pain. So she's doing all this and she's like, it's gone. It's, it's, she's looking all puzzled. It's gone. 
And uh, so I'll just end with this. Um, I said, all right, there you go. Simple like that. And uh, I continued. I finished. I shut the door. And, uh, and, I, and all I said to them, because they looked very puzzled, all I said to them was, um, Have a good night. you know, you, you hear this and that. Some believe, some don't. You know, like it's, it's you know. And I just said, I'm walking out the door. I said, but you can't deny that. And they didn't even say anything. They're like, and I just walked out. You can't deny that. A man with an experience can out-debate the greatest orator. You need to experience God. What did you feel like when you were driving home? How, how snotty did the steering wheel get? Uh, like before I got there? After I left, um, after after I left, I, I was I was blown away myself. I was just. Uh, what did that make you feel like when the gifts of the Holy Spirit started operating in your life? Alive, alive, alive. I didn't I didn't interview him previously. I'm, this is just unfolding as we go here. But David used to work for me years ago, and and I remember one day a lady came in with uh, what was it terminal disease. Uh, she had cancer in her throat. Cancer in her throat. And David, I'm paying David to pray for people at my store. We should get back to that. And uh, so um, so it, it's, it was Miracle Mohawk Gift Center. It's on the res. And uh, so this lady comes in. She's trying to sell. Oh, it's very touching. Uh, she's trying to sell some a gold ring. And Barry only sells silver. Um, so I said, I can't really buy that. It's not even my store. Uh, I can't just, you know, um, but so, and she's very desperate. And, uh, so what, what's, what's wrong? She's like, well, I just got diagnosed with throat cancer and, um, and I'm just, you know, we need to start treatment and I just, you know, and kind of starts to break down a bit. And so I just say to her, um, yeah, that's crazy. Okay. Uh, so I said, I don't have. You know, I can't take that from you. All I can do is pray. And she's like, okay, please, just. So, um, and I, I pray in tongues. Uh, that's just what I felt to do at that time. And then I just, I, I prayed that the cancer be gone, her life and everything like that. And uh, and then that was it. And she walked out and I just, is that it's in your hands, God, it's in your hands. And two, I think it was two weeks you gave me a call or three weeks. I'm like, they gave me a call and, and. Um, I wasn't working at that time, and, and Bear said, um, my day off, I think. So Bear said, uh, this lady um, came in, she's looking for you. She says you prayed for her. You, no, she said you prayed a native prayer, because of the tongue. <laughs> you prayed a native <laughs> prayer for her, because um, she had throat cancer, and she just wanted, she just told me that she went to her doctor and that she didn't have cancer. Amen. I, I remember so many times at, at my store where people with fibromyalgia, I don't know if everyone knows of fibromyalgia, you're, you're racked with pain, that I would, and I would talk to them and they say, you're in pain right now, da, da, da. And, and um, I said, I pray for people and they get, they get healed. And I have a special anointing for fibromyalgia. It leaves every time I pray, every time I pray. And so they'd be standing in my store, in the midst of the marketplace, on on a, a reservation on the backside of nowhere, 
and God would show up and heal people all the time. His gifts are for you, for now, for out there, all around. All you have to do is, will you let him out? I have 1156, and you are welcome from Father. I bless you. I call, I'm asking for his face to shine upon you, that you would see the radiance of his goodness and his love over you. As, as you draw nigh unto him, he will draw nigh unto you. I decree and declare that the closeness, his nearness would be a reality in your life and your dearness to him would also be a reality in your life this week in Jesus' name. Amen. Does anybody agree with any of that? Just give God a healthy amen. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. So I'll just, just pray this prayer. Say, Father God, I'm willing to be willing. And when you go out there, just, just be open. He's going to drop some things in your heart. And you're going to set the captives free. But I just want to, if, you've, if you receive the, the Lord as your personal Savior, you've either rededicated your life or you've asked God into your life for the very first time, please don't leave without connecting with Pastor Mark, Katrina, or Tammy and I, uh, or even Pastor Mark. Or um, just, just come and see us. And we'd love to give you a word. We'd love to give you, uh, I would love to pray with you. If you need the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you want to speak in your heavenly language. You want to speak about the mysteries of God in, into this realm, and you, you want to have answers. Please, please come and see us. But Uncle, Uncle John, do you want to say something? So my dad left a legacy with Barry and I, and the legacy was we always challenged people. He always challenged. He didn't finish a message without challenging people. And I want to say today, for all of you who know Jesus, all of you who are listening to the Holy Spirit, how many times has he, you don't have to raise your hands, but how many times has he stirred you and he's spoken to you and he said, pray for that person and you didn't feel like you were worthy or you didn't feel like you could or you just were too embarrassed or you made up some kind of excuse as to why you couldn't. We all do. I'm just saying, I'm putting out the challenge when you feel you're supposed to pray for somebody, when you feel the Holy Spirit stirring you in your heart to do it, how many of you will do that? Yeah. yeah that's not bad. That's not bad. I saw a few hands, but it could be a lot better. <laughs> anyway, there you go. Challenges out. Amen. Bless you guys. Love you so much. Thank you for engaging today with your faith. Have a great week.